Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. This is Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, it will be myself, along with human behavior expert Greg Williams, who has been studying and teaching human behavior pattern recognition and analysis for over 30 years. Greg originally grew up on the streets of Detroit, where he learned the tradecraft of a good street criminal. When he was 18, he enlisted in the Army, where he served with various specialized units, and after being honorably discharged, Greg became a police officer, where he served in the metropolitan Detroit area, as well as in the state of Colorado. Greg is a world-renowned subject matter expert on human behavior profiling, and his work can be found in several scientific studies conducted by the Army Research Institute, the Office of Naval Research, Pacific Science and Engineering, and several others. Myself, on the other hand, I'm not as accomplished as Greg. I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago, and I would describe myself as a knuckle-dragging, Guinness-drinking Marine who prefers to learn things the hard way. I created this podcast because I'm on a journey to learn as much about human behavior that I can in the hopes of one day understanding and feeling real human emotion. When I'm not posing as an intellectual, I moonlight as both Greg's Uber driver as well as his emotional punching bag. You can find out more about us by checking out our website at arcadiacognorati.com. That's A-R-C-A-D-I-A-C-O-G-N-E-R-A-T-I.com. Or by following us on Twitter at A underscore Cognorati. You can also follow us on Facebook at HBPRA. Or you know what? Just look up Arcadia Cognorati and you'll be able to find us. On today's episode is just going to be myself and Greg, and we will be discussing boundaries and how that relates to human behavior and development. Like we always say during our training courses, people teach you how they want to be treated. We're going to get into that and much more on today's episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy the show, please tell your friends about it. So thank you so much and enjoy. All right, man. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. So today we are going to be discussing boundaries, right? So what we mean by boundaries, about how people learn their boundaries, how they test them, how they push them, how that works, uh, normal human behavior, and everyone understands what we mean by normal, uh, uh, meaning, you know, within normal, you know, social setting for what's considered, you know, in a clinical sense of, uh, Precisely. of, of normal, not, hey, I don't like that clothing or something. Just or The bubble hairstyle. is equal rather yeah. than having something to do with a, a person's intent. Right. So, so that's what we're going to be talking about today and specifically just, just trying to keep that boundaries. It's, it's going to go into a number of different, uh, um, you know, spirals where we'll get back, but, but I think we'll, we'll start with it on there and, you know, Today we'll introduce a couple more of uh, Remoisms or Gregisms, right? So, so things that you've said that that I've always taken with me, uh, I've always remembered that that become very almost like any other sayings can become cliche, but but there's a lot of meaning. There's so much meaning behind these that it's very simple. Like like the one we use, obviously the slogan for our company: training changes behavior. Well, right. that's so you know, simple, it's elegant. Well, of, of course, you know, I was explaining to those folks who I talked to you the other day, that major corporation looking at some of the issues they were having and they were trying to change some of the culture and change some of the issues that they had going on. And they were simply educating their employees and they're realizing, look, we're doing all this and nothing's happening. And I had to right. explain them, well, there's a difference between training and education. And we did a whole podcast on that. I think that was our first one. So if you yep. guys are listening, you can always go down on that. But, you know, one of the things, um, and I think it'd be good to, to segue into to boundaries and what we're talking about is one of the Remoisms 
that you, you always say is, is, is people teach you how they want to be treated and you teach everyone how you want to be treated and they teach you how they want to be treated. Well, it seems simple, right? Like people teach you how they want to be treated. What, what is that? What does that mean for folks that are, are, are listening, Greg? Well, how would you explain yeah. that? Well, let's, uh, let's go back just a couple of pages in the book, Brian, if it's okay. And it's usually, it's usually what, what, what you do when I ask you a direct question. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because that gives my old, my old ass time to think. No, but the, 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 the idea uh, of the four corners of the document here are, it's all about where you grew up and, and uh, your individuality that came from the, the tribes, the groups, the setting that, that built you. So, so I learned early in, in our house because we were a very violent family. I'm not, not saying that, that we espoused uh, uh, those, those, but I said that, that we certainly lived in a rough neighborhood in a rough part of town, and, and we were a rough family. So uh, if you wanted food, you had to be fast. I know you know this from your Irish uh, upbringing. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and, and you had brothers, and they were bigger than you, so, you know, and a sister. So, so you, had to, you had to be fast yeah, the, on the The trigger. problem is that my brother is, is bigger than me, and he's eight years and, younger than me. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's also a Navy SEAL, so he knows some of the sneaky techniques, right? So the idea, though, Brian, is that, that uh, I learned to be the king of the sound bites. So whether, whether I was on the street talking to friends or whether I had to talk to my parents, I learned to try to limit uh, what you were saying to these memorable, sticky ideas, and then you could you could retain them. And so uh, that came from my old man, a, a former Marine, and uh, God rest Marine Raider. Marine, Marine Raider. Marine Raider Battalion. Yeah. And uh, uh, honest to God, uh, the meanest uh, human being ever, uh, who uh, uh, Jeff Williams, my brother, and I uh, were grieving over the, uh, the death of a very good friend of ours, Ronnie Razwan, another guy, Rod, Ron God rest his soul, getting all choked up just thinking about it, uh, who died from a, a horrific uh, a gunshot accident when we were younger. And uh, my dad walked in and said, okay, I'll give you 15 minutes to cry. Then when you're done crying, we got to get back to work because tears are a waste of water. And I was like, oh, wow. you soulless oh, bastard. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and he did it at the end of his fist. So, you know, you learn from those things. So what I said is, okay, how about we do those in a positive manner rather than scaring yeah. the hell out of everybody? But he's also the one that taught me early on, those who know, know. So, so what happened is we had a wall at the dojo that we used to, to uh, write up these, these life truths on. And then anytime a Gregism came up that everybody liked uh, – it would be the, you know, let your behavior, uh, 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 not your words, speak for you. And, and we had that as show me or, or bite me, let's call it. Uh, <laughs> pain is weakness leaving the body. Um, like you just said, people teach you how they want to be treated. And these are all from the mindset of, of uh, living and navigating the streets of Detroit or any big city back, like I said, in the days of the dojo. Hey, how do you determine MLMD COA? Why did the person cross the street? Uh, is this car slowing down to ask directions or, or you know, uh, uh, is it going to be early signs of a drive-by? Uh, most people want their say, not their way. So you're not going to have to go kinetic in, in many instances, very few uh, and, and finally, you know, something again that we have on the website right up with training change behaviors is that your safety is largely your responsibility and, right. and, uh, w the blood and sweat and tears that came from this, you got to remember, like, like back in the day, I'm nobody now, but back in the day, I fought guys like Steve Nasty Anderson, Greg Delone, uh, uh, Mike and a was our, our, uh, uh, edge weapon and impact weapons instructor. 
uh, gosh, John Peters, Danny Anasanto, Dino Kane. I mean, I could go down the litany of guys. I actually got to spar Bill Wallace back in the day. So, so a lot of what I got is from standing up to my old man and talking crap back to him, getting knocked on my ear, and then learning. And so what, what I'd like to do is say that, that the, the theme for today is, is the boundaries that I learned way back then. And when I was a kid, uh, I wrote this down. First, I learned my boundaries. Then I test my boundaries. And finally, I push my boundaries. And that came from the School of Hard Knocks. How do people learn? And when people talk about that, yeah, I came from the streets or, you know, I, I was, you know, Harvard educator or whatever else. I'd always watch TV or I'd read a book or I'd talk to somebody and, and get beat down by my dad for it. But that's how the process goes. First, I learn my boundaries. Now, I can learn those on my own. I can learn those from my team. I can learn those by getting punched in the mouth by Danny Munns when I was younger because he stole one of my G.I. Joes. Um, but then testing the boundaries, meaning, you know, you're literally trying to, to see, okay, where's this force field end? When does the, uh, the net go away from under my feet? When am I out there on my own? And then I push my boundaries. And what I wanted to talk about today and why I'm glad you brought this up is that those uh, can be two different sides of the same coin. They right. can be used for good or they can be used for evil. So right. in there is your answer. <laughs> if, yeah. Should you choose to go back and, and edit through that? In there is your answer. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's, I appreciate that. You're welcome, but, by the but way. I, to, to go back, I, I think we'll start it to where exactly you said, you know, first I learn my boundaries, then right. I test my boundaries, then I might push my boundaries. And now that's, first of all, that's, that's normal human development. That's you as a Absolutely. kid, right? So I, I remember as a, as a kid, same thing. We all sat there and when my mom was like, hey, Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian John Marin, get your butt. Oh, once I knew, she used my she full just name. She taught you, exactly. That she taught me because I knew what was coming after that. Then there was going to be consequences. And so that's normal is we, we all have to, to learn our boundaries right. growing but what up. You just said, what you just said is the most amazing life truth in the world, and it bears repeating. Okay, your mom taught you uh, left-handedly. You know, not, she didn't <laughs> write it on a dry erase board. Yeah. And with my dad, with both hands, uh, and Uncle Paul. Uh, but the idea was that she taught you that, listen, uh, you taught her, too, that you weren't coming at the first one, but she taught you that when she said your full name, the next thing was going to be a SWAT or, yep. uh, you know, whatever. Okay, so why is that important? Uh, that's hugely important because you said the second part of that is that you have to have consequences. If there are no consequences for your actions, there's no structure. Uh, uh, talk about building structure. You know, with, with the, the, the gosh damn Great Barrier Reef wouldn't be around if all those little dead crustaceans and things didn't yeah. come together to create that. Well, it's more than a formula. It's a way of life. If you don't have structure, you're going to turn out to be a crappy person, a, a, a damaged human. If you don't have boundaries and you feel free to navigate in and out of those boundaries without consequence, you're going to be a bad human. I truly believe that, Brian. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, I think you can, there's, there's plenty of, of sociologists and, yep. and scientists that would, would completely agree with that. But, but now you're looking at, you know, it, it's, and that's why there's different, you know, um, different policies out there. There's different, you know, legislation that, you know, especially yep. when it comes to kids and young criminals, like, hang on, let's not throw them into a system and then commit them to that life. They don't, they, if they never were taught what those boundaries were, they never learned them, right? So you literally yep. now can be a fully adult human being 
and, and not understand boundaries. And I think that goes right into kind of what, I mean, we're going to talk about both sides of the coin, but, but when it comes to criminal behavior, predatory behavior, all right, that's about those boundaries where, where they don't have that boundary, where, where yep. most people, especially anyone listening to this right now would go, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. That's wrong. Or, or there's consequences for me doing that. They're less likely to do that. And now, now that's a, I, I think the good way to describe that, and maybe you yeah. disagree on it, would be that that's a, that's a continuum, right? So yep. what I find acceptable is within my arm span here. But if I'm on, if I fall on that continuum way all the way outside already, well, I'm willing to accept behaviors that maybe you, Greg, aren't. And I think that's kind of where it comes down to what those boundaries are. And, and there's different, there's, there's societal reasons. There's, there's yep. cultural uh, uh, norms. There's all kinds of things that, that go into what we, what we are, are what we are willing to accept in terms of someone else's behavior. Yeah, yeah. There's a duplicitous standard here and it's necessary, meaning boundaries are for you mm -hmm. and boundaries are for society. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Or, right. or culture, add all those other words. But I also want to take just a minute and make sure that our, that our viewers and our, our listeners understand what it's not. Uh, for example, the normal human development uh, of, of teenagers in a society uh, is cataloged. You can look it up. There, there's so many scientific studies out there. But kids act up because they need you to mm -hmm. cut the umbilical cord yes. and they need to, to fly. They need to go outside the nest. And that's absolutely essential. And so I've had so many parents come up to us and, and you remember, Brian, we'll be on the road teaching and you, Shelly, and I can't get the, the bathroom break because right. the, the people the will come up yeah. and they'll be saying, hey, what's the number one question? Hey, where was this training all my life? Where was it before my last deployment? Okay. What's always the number two question? Is my spouse cheating on me? Yep. Am I lying? <laughs> yeah. And then the, then the third question so, always comes up the same thing. Yeah. Why can't I control my like, blank age child? Yeah. And the reason is that that's not about boundaries. That's about normal hu human emotional maturity where the kid has to act up and act out. So you throw them out of the nest and they go and thrive. Because 3,000 years ago or 10,000 years ago, depending on what you read and who you believe, that was an imperative. It was a social right. imperative. If you didn't do that, there was no uh, furtherance of, of, of society. So when it comes to boundaries, though, see, as a kid, Brian, your mom was teaching you those boundaries not to be mean to you, but she had to uh, allow you uh, to understand that boundaries were about who you are. Boundaries were about how you are going to, to relate to other people the rest of your life. You ever have those people come up to you and go, hey, man, that guy got a divorce or that female got a divorce or whatever significant other situation you're in, and they went and married the same person the next oh, time? Oh, yeah, well, exactly. Why? Okay, homophily, of course, yeah. isopraxism. We know yeah. birds of a feather flock together, but it's more than that. It's that we tend not to enforce our boundaries in certain relationships, the people we love, right, or our children, and that's where things can take a dramatic turn. If we don't have consequences for our boundaries, society, family, uh, uh, kids, schools start to break down. They start to erode, and then we're not living that legal, moral, and ethical lifestyle anymore. Right, and, and, and you bring up legal, moral, and ethical. That, that's, that's good because it's kind of actually where the, this, is a, this is where our laws come from, right? I mean, right. They, they come from different, uh, um, um, you know, 
development of civilizations over thousands and thousands of years of what we what becomes social norms and then if it becomes strong enough we say all right we need to pass a law to then make sure that this is this is written down and it's clear Hammurabi. exactly exactly so 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 that's all you know from a i guess historical perspective how it comes into this but uh, I, I guess to get to kind of some specifics. So we kind of talk about criminal and predatory behavior and about, I guess, what you'd call boundary violators. So yeah. how, do we, how, do we, how do we deal with, with boundary violators? What does that look like? Or, or what, what is that person going to do? And how do, how do you deal with that? Great, great question. And, and let's talk about the essence of HBPRNA. Mm-hmm. Human behavior, pattern recognition, one. And analysis, two. So the idea is why, I would counter to your question, why do we need to identify those folks? In a relationship, no means no. In uh, 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 any type of situation with self-worth and self-esteem, self-worth and self-esteem are your best defense against the elements, against society, against, you know, if we were going to talk about self-defense, Brian, the first thing is physician, heal thyself. You have to be morally strong. And, and to do that, you have to create boundaries. This, uh, uh, listen, I will not drink and drive. Um, I will not, you know, uh, 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 hit or, or uh, molest in any manner my children or my significant other or a date. Uh, you know, write down yellow pattern if you have to. These are the things I will do and these are the things that I won't do. I will not engage in any conduct that is illegal, immoral, unethical, right? right. Those become those life rules. And what happens is, the bad guy, remember the other side of that coin, the obverse, mm-hmm. is that they didn't have that structure and they didn't have uh, uh, those, those, those boundaries laid out for them. They didn't understand that escalation. Therefore, you had two types of, of things that diverged in the woods. One, you had a person that went into a gang. And that, right now, if a gang banger is listening while they're like on a treadmill or something like that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, the idea... Uh, uh, it's not that unusual. We yeah. get weird calls. We do but the get idea weird is, calls. Listen, if, if you're a gangbanger, the thing that you uh, 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 were seeking out was structure, organization. Yes. Um, and you wanted consequences you never got when you were a kid. So, so you see that gang structure as somebody yelling at you. And th- so you create a false self-worth yeah right by saying i belong to a group now we both the, know that the yeah. u.s army the marine corps that's Those a are form of a gang yes yes and yeah. so so now what you had is you have a person that's got a tremendous amount of structure that lives their life ethically and says i want to go in here and be a part of this team or this team or you have another person that says i didn't have very much structure and i got knocked around a lot and i don't want to get knocked around anymore so i'm going to surround myself with this gang the idea is first i learn my boundaries I have to understand what those boundaries are, okay? Then I have to test them to see how strong the ice is. And then what happens is every once in a while, I'm going to push those boundaries. Why? To learn that there are consequences. And that's the key step that malevolent people, bad people, uh, bullies forgot about. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. What they did, Brian, is they, they pushed the envelope and they liked it. They liked seeing that person cower in fear. They liked hearing that person cry. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Or, or start negotiating. Look, would you change your ethics or your moral compass or uh, your legal opinion because you're on vacation? I mean, uh, do you believe in stuff where people say, oh, well, you know, what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas or, you know, if it, you're in a it different It doesn't. Coach, I, actually, I actually have 
proof of that. We, we, with that, <laughs> that marriage didn't last that long, but it definitely came back from Vegas. <laughs> okay. So it came, yeah, well, that's called an STD, Brian. And that will be with you all your life. Just remember that. Sorry, Michaela. No, no, but seriously, Brian, let's, let's take that. Uh, what you just said is that there were consequences from activities that occurred, right? Right. Did they surprise you? Well, I mean, they're, no, you, you were surprised you, you got caught. Yeah, or you don't, somebody well, was any, surprised. Any any consequences? Yeah, you don't ever. You you those situations. You're, they're not thinking of the consequences if you haven't been taught. Right. Okay. Wait. Right. Wait. Wait a minute. But you know there are consequences. Oh yes. See, absolutely. that's what I'm trying to say. Right. I'm trying to say right. the turpitude yeah. exists, and that's where we get intent from, Brian. We get intent from a person that knowingly, okay, arbitrarily, capriciously enters into a behavior that they know is wrong. Right. Legally, morally, and ethical. Yet they think, well, I'm not going to get caught. See, if I went by a car and the window was down on a car and there was a briefcase that was sitting there and I could see a laptop and an iPad, never in a million no, yeah, years yeah, would I I'm consider gonna, reaching it. As exactly. a matter of fact, uh, if you're Shelly, our CEO, Shelly would post a sentry right. and walk she, around until yes. she found the person, she found take the person. their keys and roll up the window. And right. admonish them for leaving this stuff. You know, Shelly, she's, she's got that fiber. She's got that character. So that's what we want to instill in our kids. But there has to be a handoff, Brian. There has to be a time when boundaries that you set with how people treat you, like uh, uh, John Wayne in uh, The Shootist, uh, uh, great film. Uh, John Wayne says, uh, I won't be talked down to. I won't be laid a hand upon, right? Those become uh, uh, imperatives for personal boundaries. With personal boundaries, I get personal growth. With personal boundaries, I gain self-worth and I gain self-esteem. Why do you think right. we have those uh, situations where people with low self-esteem uh, end up uh, 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 becoming sexually abused because predators can smell, feel, and taste them, or a, a person feels like suicide is the only option? I am not understood. I have no self-worth, right? So, so you, you brought up a, a couple great points I, I want to just kind of hit on. And, and one, your analogy of, hey, you know, Marine Corps, Army, law enforcement, your uh, night that you do poker night with the guys, yep. all of uh, whether it's, you know, or, or, you know, brunch with the, with the girls for, you know, champagne brunch, yep. that, that's, that's, no, that's, that's a type of gang, right? So, yes. so obviously the difference between Marine Corps and, you know, gangster disciples are, you know, Marine Corps is honor, courage, commitment. Uh, gangster disciples is, you know, murder, death, kill. So, so, right, so their right, values right. But, are different. But they have honor amongst yeah. themselves. Amongst themselves. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, so it can be misplaced and right. misunderstood because we're looking outside into that group rather yes. than from the inside out. But you're and, right. And, you're, and, you're and, 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 the, and the reason I bring that up too is because then it's, okay, so the next time someone is looking at these situations or gangs or crowd behavior or different groups and how could they do this or what, hey, hey, understand it through the lens of what you already know. You Precisely. know gang activity. You know crowd. You, you've done that. And so you brought up another one too. Uh, I'd like to hit on it briefly is when you said, Hey, I walk past and I see a suitcase and laptop and an open yep. window, all that stuff. No, I'm not going to take that because that's wrong. I know that's wrong. One, I wouldn't want any that to ever happen to me, but, but there's yep. a, and it's illegal, immoral and unethical, but, but that's a great point because then there's a lot of issues where, you know, uh, uh, crowd behavior takes over and there's this different mentality and there's, there is yep. research to show that, okay, um, you may act differently in those situations. 
Um, you know, we, we, I know you did the lessons learned on one. You guys can check out the website about, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the observer or bystander effect, all that kind of stuff. But, but there's also a lot of people and researcher researchers who will say, you know, I don't really know if that's that, that, that meets it because maybe, you know, maybe these people have just never been in that situation before where they could no, get no, away no. with something and didn't get caught. You know, I, meaning, I, meaning I, I get you, it's the individual, not so necessarily. So you're saying the, the trial by fire occurs when that person sees that. Yes. And maybe you can tell about their temperament or maybe they'll learn from that situation. My thing is if you're that long into learning and your emotional maturity that you don't understand good and evil, right, right. and wrong, then we've had a collapse somewhere. And that collapse has led to you being a street urchin that's coming out with a gun or doing something stupid. Mm -hmm. Okay, those values, whether you get them from church, whether you get them from your parents or your extended family, whether you get them from your gang, your set, your tribe, your group, those are invaluable because they create a structure, a, a basis for how you live the rest of your life. Two things on that. One, we both know, uh, I can't remember if it was second, third time, whatever, uh, in a, Afghanistan, it was an Australian general that came out and uh, he had those little PSAs, the public service announcements mm -hmm. and like the defects and stuff. And one was the behavior you walk by is yes. the behavior you accept. Remember? And, right. and, dude, and there's general, wherever you are, uh, come up for air and tell us what that exact quote was. But that's damn close enough that if you don't uh, create a consequence or call somebody on it, then you accept the behavior. And what do you think they're going to do next time, Brian? You said it. You know, well, your mom's going to keep yelling. Yeah, Brian, and, Brian, 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 Gertrude, Marin, you bastard. And, you know, yeah, my Gertrude, Gertrude, like, it just came up. Named no, no, like, it's a matter of fact, what I just wrote down there is marinate. I thought that yeah, was, well, said, I'll let something marinate. Eight, yeah. But no, yeah. no, the second I've never part heard of that, that before, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I came up with that one too. <laughs> so the idea about the Australian general, uh, I want to, I want to add one more to, to that based on exactly uh, your idea of how we learn things. Uh, we're in a casino in, in, in uh, uh, a place and we lost a load of money. Shelly didn't, I did, because I am the village idiot thinking I can outthink the slot machine, right? And right. so, hey, if I lost 25 cents, I'm going to bet a dollar. So, so Greg's math skills are legendary. And uh, so I'm stinging from losing a couple hundred bucks. So I link up with Shelly uh, with the Galifianokis, Mrs. Galifianokis. There's a yeah. message for you, which means I'm broke. Meet me at the car, right? Yeah. And so as we're walking out of the uh, casino to the, to the parking garage, and, you know, Shelly's the best human behavior profile in the world, and she's very alert. She stops, and I see her, and all of a sudden she gets the mission focus, and she walks over and she picks up a wedding ring. And Mary and I got to tell you, this was a rock. This son yeah. of a gun had more carrots than Bugs Bunny, right? And so she immediately shows it to me. And you know me. So yeah. I go through the, the panacea. You I go through the how many wheel options? of emotions. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, woo-hoo. And, and uh, Shelly immediately goes over to security, to the security yeah. desk, because she obviously checked out the place beforehand and says, I found this by this machine. It gives a machine number and everything else. Here's my ID card. Uh, if you need to contact me or make a police report or something like that, have a good day. And there was no margin for error. Now I know Shelly where she grew up. I've known Shelly for 35 years and, and I've seen her in all situations, her moral compass, her, her turpitude never needs an adjustment. Right. But some people like me, I do need an adjustment once in a while. And that's why there's consequences. You said you need an adjustment. Right. 
whether it was you or your wife that strayed and, and, and led to something that occurred in, in Vegas, uh, STD. But the idea is that whatever that was <laughs> no, at that time, uh, herpes, whatever that was at that time, <laughs> you have to take a look at your life. How did your life turn out from that? Take a look at what you've done. I mean, no, 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 and, bad and, things. is there a way back? I guess that would be a thing from the boundaries. That, that, that was, that was a reference to my, 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 my first, uh, a marriage that we got married in Vegas, but, but that didn't obviously work out for a number of reasons, but, but that's, that's when I, I realized, no, what happens in Vegas does not stay there. Right. <laughs> it doesn't right. stay there at all. And it so, follows you the rest of your life. It does. It does. So, um, so on this, all right. So we kind of talk about boundaries and, and, and that this is then, understanding what we just talked about. This is then how I interact in my world, in my environment. So you give the example from one side of the coin of Shelly. Well, Shelly obviously has those. She has her boundaries. She's been taught. You can tell by those actions. So, so yep. what does it look like then if I'm someone who, who I'm a boundary violator, right? Or, yep. or I don't, I don't stay, I don't, I don't, I don't have the same boundaries that, that the rest of society does or normal behavior. And again, that normal is just what's generally great, accepted. Great as, question. Great question. Know. But but I think what you're asking there, and I want to make sure that this is what I'm asking. We all encounter unique little snowflakes every day. Okay. Yeah. A unique little snowflake, the person that wants their say and not necessarily their way, or a person that has a, a mode of dress or adorning themselves or acting in public that you might not agree with doesn't mean that that person's immoral, illegal, or unethical. Right, right. What, what the difference is, is where you have a clear violation of a societal or a personal boundary, and it's a repeat, okay? And, and some can be so bad they don't need to repeat. You get what I'm trying to say? But there's very little in your life that you can't undo. There, there's very few times that you can't unring that bell. So for somebody watching, if you're feeling like you're being taken advantage of, you need to get out of the relationship, go get help, get support, get a cop. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Flee. Um, if you think that you're not being listened to and your self-esteem is rock bottom and you feel as though you're going to hurt yourself uh, or kill yourself, you got to go get help. Don't wait. Let this be the catalyst to do that. But if you observe or you are the person it's always on the fringe. And you've got this flexible sense of right and wrong. And you decide that, hey, listen, you know, uh, the other day, the, the Queen Shelley again, we're coming out of City Market. And uh, I've never seen her do this in her entire life, but we had another place to go. So you know how like when you're doing your cards and stuff, I don't do anything. I, I don't even know if we have a bank account. I'm assuming we do wear a credit card. I don't get to carry any of that stuff. You know <laughs> I've, I've been witness to this. You before. know, this know, is true. I know. But dude, dude handed uh, Shelly some money. It was 6 a.m. City Market in, in a uh, little beautiful Gunnison, Colorado. And, uh, Shelly stopped again and I see this look and I know something's coming and she turns around and she walks back and hands a guy a 10. And she said, he gave me too much money. Okay. If you're the person that said, Hey, Ty goes to the runner, uh, bad luck for him. Okay. You may be either approaching that, that baseline for, uh, aberrant or uh, abnormal behavior or deviant behavior and you got to rein it in. And you're saying, well, who hurts? Who, if a person doesn't know, if I don't stop for the stop sign, those platitudes are there to make you sleep at night. If you're having those questions and you're having a problem with right and wrong, good and evil, I'll give you a copper example. So we're on a B&E, a breaking and entering. And uh, I came over because a guy was doing these floor safes like at uh, 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 the pizza joints, the 
yeah, the, barn in Detroit's Little Caesars or Howie's, yeah. Hungry Howie's and stuff, whatever the pizza joint is by you. Usually they'll have a floor safe behind the counter. That's where they drop the money. So the next shift has enough money this, to start and this up. Is, and this is why the gangbangers are listening, by the way. Yes, because they want to learn how to defeat it. Is. Exactly. So <laughs> if you turn it three clicks to the left. Now, yeah. But the idea is this guy, this crew was going up on the uh, uh, roof or going into the place next door. Uh, I won't tell you how they were defeating the alarm, but a copper listening right now is going, I know that uh, yeah. move. And they were taking out the floor safes, which is a hard-ass thing to do. That's, but that can't be There was a lot of money in it. Right. So as we were in there, uh, this copper walks by, and this copper is eating uh, the pizza cheese, and he's got a pocket full of, like, the chiclets. The, you know those little, the little things bites, that they little got on the counter? Things? Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> and he's eating that stuff. And I, and I look at him, and I go, hey, uh, what are you up to? And he goes, just eating, waiting for the owner. I go, are you going to pay for that stuff when he gets here? He goes, oh, they're going to throw this stuff away. It's closed. No, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you intend <laughs> to pay? If you've ever walked in a place and you got an extra stick of gum or a packet of uh, right. smokes or anything else and you walked out without paying, you were wrong. And you still have a chance to redeem yourself. And you're saying that's petty. Listen, if you're going to look it, past it, a pack of smokes, you'll look past a, a briefcase holding an iPad or you'll look past money or you'll look the other way when somebody's doing human trafficking. You're saying you won't, but I'll tell you, once you get on that slippery slope, it's it's virtually impossible to to regain your footing. I, yeah, I, no, and, that, and that's that's a I think the slippery slope part is is a good is a good you know that's a, a another one of those sayings like hey you know if you go a little bit once you get a little yep. bit well now especially if I've gotten you to come along with me and go along with something that I have going on and you're gonna look the other way well now I know hey man like I can do whatever I want in front of you. Yep. And the other part is too, is now I know you're, you're, you're now kind of complicit in whatever I do. If you're looking Precisely. the way you know about Precisely. it. Precisely. And if you knew about it and you choose to do it anyway, people will say, Hey, listen, why did I use a white lie? Well, I used a white lie because I didn't want the consequences. I didn't want to, to get caught in that situation. Well, what's the difference between a homicide? Do you get what I'm trying to say yeah. now? And, I'm not saying that, Hey, you look really nice in that yeah, uh, shirt and, today, Brian. Yes. I'm not talking about something that there's no intent behind it. And, right. and again, and, it's just a platitude. It's just some colloquial expression that people do. But I'm talking about looking the other way or saying, we had a copper that said, hey, listen, I'm cheating on my old lady. He came from a, a department in Texas, went to another department. I'm not going to say which department or where, but he comes up to me. And at that time, Dog and I, Shelly and I were doing some IG and internal affairs stuff. And a guy comes up to me and he says, hey, you got to tell everybody that I was on this raid with you tonight. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. And he's going, because I'm cheating on my uh, lady. Yeah. I wasn't home, and she's at the airport, and she's headed for the house, and I'm never going to make it back in time. And I'm like, look, dude, that's not me. You got the wrong I, guy. I'm not going to look the other way. I'm not going to say that. Si I'm not similar, gonna... similar situation well, or two where someone did the, hey, man, like, hey, if anyone asks or if my yep. girl asks, I was here, and I was before they could get the because I already knew where it was going, before they could get the words out of my mouth, I was absolutely not. I go, one, yep. whatever you're doing, is your business. I get it. All right. Yep. Don't make it mine. Cause the second you make it mine, now I'm involved. And it was just, it, it was very clear. Like I will not lie for Mary, you. If, I am if you're not gonna, wearing you know. pants right now, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, which good. you well know. Yeah. So I would love to stand up and show you my skin knees. I don't want any of the viewers. I don't want any of the listeners thinking we're some holier than now people. No, I make mistakes. <laughs> I make mistakes every day of my life, but in the accounting, in the reckoning, I will stand up and say, mea culpa, I did that. Well, or I will try to be better the next time. The difference between the sociopath, the difference between the, the, the Machiavellian, the difference between the, the narcissist, narcissist or, yeah. or 
a, a bad psychopathy is, they won't. And as yeah. a matter of fact, and, they'll write that down and say, what an advantage I gained. I'm going to repeat that behavior. That repeat and that's the behavior. where HPPR right. and, and, and that's where it comes from. And that, that's a good point because, you, of course, you, you know, you have to mention, you know, the white lie, you know, yep. hey, you know, babe, does it look like I gained weight? I'm the, the only answer to that question for me is going to be no. So wait a minute. <laughs> Live with Shelly because Shelly will walk by me and go fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Okay. As she's bringing, like last night, it was salad night. And you know how yeah. much I love salad night. You get what I'm trying to say? Don't yeah. You? Not mean. She doesn't have a mean bone in her body. But I made the mistake of asking the question. Do, you know, do these pants make you look fat? And she'll answer, no, the extra 120 pounds you've gained <laughs> Mary's is what makes you look fat, you bastard. So truthful, right? Yeah, yeah she's, she's the brutal honesty always works. Brutal so, honesty. So that's so, why I married her. She reminds me of my father. Yeah, of course. Of course. She's probably the tougher boots, than your father, too, oh yeah, honestly. The boots of truth and justice <laughs> is what she wears every day. So you brought up, uh, and you tied it back to um, intent, right? So this yep. is where this comes into uh, a lot of the behavior, what we're talking about and, you know, determining a most likely most dangerous course of action, right? We always say you got to take it into context and look at what, what the intent is here. So you brought up like some people are just, you know, we've all seen the guy talking real loud on a cell phone when you're inside the train car or inside the airplane or whatever, or some inappropriate situation right. that doesn't mean they're once again, you know, doing anything. A serial killer, a bad guy. Or, yeah, exactly. it, I mean, they, just they're, an they're just, just a jackass. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're just being an ass and, and, and that's yes. it, you know, and, and, and a lot of times we've all been that ass before maybe and not realized it and gone, Oh crap. Like I'm really bothering everyone around and, me. I and really you just, might be going too far to step up and say something. It's different on a plane where it yeah. might violate your safety than it is in society where it's just annoying. You get what yeah. I'm trying to say? You got to be careful because you can get punched in the nose. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. For, for oh, yeah. Something inappropriate. Now, Brian, it, let's, let's, let's put it the other end of the spectrum because you set up white lie, and that example you did was like a quarter, yeah? Let's say, okay. and then here's halfway. Let's go over here for a second and, and balance that with uh, Bianchi and Bono, the uh, uh, two guys yeah. that were the hillside stranglers. Hillside stranglers, right. They didn't know what they wanted, okay? But they know they wanted sex, and they knew that they didn't want to get caught because they had been caught early on. So what they wanted to do, meaning identified uh, and, and almost apprehended. So what they said is, we've learned something from this near apprehension. Uh, and uh, their first uh, people that they started picking uh, to, to disenfranchise, uh, rape and kill were prostitutes. So then the prostitutes started catching on going, hey, you guys aren't cops which was unacceptable because then the next stage is fighting back or turning in, which they didn't want. So first I learned my boundaries. My boundaries are I want to uh, murder, death, kill. I want to rape. I want to do this, but I don't want to get caught, right? right? So then I test my boundaries. I go out. We flip a, a fake badge or a wallet or just act a certain manner, and the prostitutes got in the car. Hey, we're arrested. Well, then after a while, that ended. So what happened is then I have to push my boundaries. I still want to get my rocks off. I still want to, to, to do the rapes and the murders. But now this, this, this crew, set, tribe, gang that I was choosing from won't allow me in anymore. So now what I got to do is bounce around. So if you want to decide what the next thing that's going to happen in an explanatory storyline, you need to know where that continuum is. Are the people learning their behavior? Mm -hmm. Are they testing it or are they pushing it? So Bianchi and Bono were testing it when they went and got a little girl out of a suburb. They were testing it when they did 
brutal uh, uh, sexual murder mutilations. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They were yeah. trying to find what their boundaries were. What do we like? And the coppers missed that. So, so let's jump fast forward because you know the ending of that story. And if you don't do your damn homework, let's right. talk about uh, uh, what's the uh, guy? I'm going to Disneyland, the pentagram. Uh, uh, the pe- uh, Wait, going to hang on yeah you know what i'm talking about the he's the uh zodiac one you're talking about no 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 the other kid the kid that got caught from the bus stop ramirez richard oh richard ramirez yeah yeah the night stalker so apologize about that that's how you folks that are watching know that this is live we don't have any kind of magic uh uh, people yelling to us in the stands here but ramirez right everybody goes to ramirez they said oh this was the catalyst that pushed his investigation okay ramirez like getting high okay Ramirez liked breaking into places so he could get high again. He learned that if he has a stolen car and he gets caught in a stolen car, he goes to the stir, and he didn't like going to jail. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Didn't like that, so he avoided that. So that's part of his boundary on the other side of the coin. But guess what? He also found out that people identified him. So what did he start doing? He had a captive audience in the house. He knew he was going to kill him anyway, and he was high, and sometimes he had sex with the people. you got to understand, don't write what's not there. Don't put that round peg in a square hole. Don't rush to an unreasonable conclusion. The idea is this is yet another lens that I can yeah. put in. I, I can use this as spec. I can use this as advanced critical thinking. I can use this to look in the mirror like you're always telling people to decide how am I projecting? Well, that's, right? that, that's, that's a good point, I think, to bring in uh, a couple, couple things. One, I mean, yeah, you, you talk about... So remember too, uh, everyone out there, unless you're a, you know, I, people like to make opinions on, oh, this guy's a psychopath or this guy's yeah. a narcissist or this, this. And it's like, oh, okay, unless you are like, and my first question to them is, are, you know, are you a clinical psychologist that's evaluated that person? Well, no. Oh, okay. So let's, then let's, not jump, then let's right. not jump to conclusions because a lot of people say, oh, this guy's a psychopath where, where they may just lack empathy or whatever. I mean, there's, 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 you guys can do the research. Be a slob. On, on, yeah, you get what it, I'm trying to say? exactly. But, uh, but being an just, introvert, right? But right. what 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 a, a good way to start, which I always say with with this skill set with the HBPRNA, is not just hey, this isn't about reading other people. You got to start with yourself, and that's you why I always it. teach anytime when we go into the the uh, about kinesics and body language and all that stuff. It's like you you start becoming aware. Look at yourself in the mirror of your body language, your kinesics, what you're putting out there. That's one. It's going to get you better at reading other people, but it's also going to get you to understand your impact on your environment. So that brings me back to, which I know the one you, you love my, my, uh, uh, my Taylor Swift analogy. I love it. Absolutely. My Taylor Swift one is, is, uh, and, and for listeners out there who are T Swift fans, huge fan of her. She's an amazing artist. She's actually writes a lot of her own music and has her whole life. So she's like a legitimate artist. She's not just one of these, you know, kind of pop stars that they put stuff in front of her. But anyway, What's, you know, you look at her pattern of behavior. She has a high profile relationship, uh, gets into a breakup, writes a song about how that guy's an, an ass and that song makes a ton of money, right? Yep. Happens again, makes a ton of money. Then it's, oh, this girl is talking crap about me, writes a poor, you know, sympathetic song about it and then makes a ton of money. Okay. So that's, that's the pattern of behavior we're seeing here, right? So, so every time this happens, she's rewarded with, with huge, huge, huge hits, right? So, so the, the whole point of it is, is, you know, you know, I call a lot of people Taylor Swift fans because the whole thing is she's, she's probably never going to write a song called maybe I'm the problem. 
right? And, and that's, and that's <laughs> so true. That's with a lot of people. And I've had to learn that too. And, and the reason why yep. I get to say this is because trust me, yeah, there, there's been, like you talk about skin knees, skin elbows, skin face, yep. skin ego, skin everything. I've continued to learn, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, in my mid thirties now and it's continue every process, even with my, my, my wife, McKaylee, we'll start talking about stuff. And you know how we are. It's like when we teach and emotional and we get going and I'm not angry or anything, but she's got like, you got to stop with this. You get this Chicago attitude. Yep. And the next thing I know, you're coming at boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, well, babe, I'm just, I'm just talking. She's like, no, I know that's Plus what you, you have to deal you with my abuse. She's you know like, what I'm trying to say. Well, that's the thing is like, she's like, that's what you're thinking, but yeah. this is what's going out there. So, so this is a constant, you know, this, this is personal development like this is, is constant throughout your life or it should be. Absolutely. It so, has to be. So it's that skinning that knees and understanding, but, but that's her then setting up that boundary. Like, look, you will not talk to me with that tone of voice where I'm not upset at all. I just have to reel it back in and go, all right, this is what's going on. So, so, so Marin, what you just described in, in, in a, a very, I want to tie your laser focused message to a broader sense. Remember earlier where we said code of Hammurabi, uh, name all yeah. the different codes. Okay. We yeah. could go down and we could talk about the Bushido code in Japan. We right. Could talk about any place in the warriors world. code. There's all the, Every, yeah, the, and, the, and, and yeah. a legal basis in none of them is homicide, killing another person legal in none of them. Okay. Right. Uh, and then somebody's going to call me later and go, you lion bastard cannibal village, uh, outside of, uh, you know, the, the Mazatlan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, but when, it, when it comes to that, they weren't killing a person for a homicide. They were killing a person for nutrition. You know, right. eat the brain, the, the, yeah. the enemy, all that other stuff. What I'm trying to say is there's certain life rules. Uh, uh, you don't uh, uh, molest your children. You take care of them. Uh, you don't uh, kill your neighbor uh, or rape your neighbor uh, you cherish the fact that they're going to watch your house when you're out. Just like we said a couple of broadcasts back about, have you ever written a manifesto? Okay. If you see yourself yeah. looking at your neighbor and going, damn, I would look good in that house. I think I'll murder them. Houston, <laughs> it's you. You get what I'm trying to say? You're the problem. And I know that we're trying to make light of that just to, to make it more interesting, but that's seriously what this is, Brian. If you're a parent, expect your kids to learn their boundaries. Also, they're going to test them. That's oh, yeah. why you have to have consequences built in up front and don't hide the flipping consequences. Tell the other human, listen, I fully expect you to be a legal, moral, and ethical human. I fully expect you not to rape me on this date. I fully expect that you're going to take care of my car and bring it back fueled up or pay, you know, uh, if you go to a restaurant and, and you know, you're drinking and, and then uh, the other person doesn't drink and you're going to split up the check. You ever been in that thing with Karen? <laughs> yeah. you, get, you get what I'm saying? Brown Hotel. And uh, yeah. uh, all of a sudden you, you, you're sitting there saying, how did we get into triple digits? Okay. Okay. But the idea is. First of all, I picked up the tab at the Brown Hotel. Yes, you did. But take and Thank you. Take your responsibility for your actions. And the idea is by following codes that already exist, familial codes, societal codes, cultural codes, whatever else. That makes it easier. Second of all, if you want to guide, there's many people that you can look at in your life or through history, books or movies or, or self-help stuff, or the local uh, uh, chaplain, priest, politician. I don't know, right now everybody's going, ooh, oh, yeah, cringing yeah. when I say that. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Look, if you don't have a dad, ask somebody else's dad. If you, if you need a code to live by, there's plenty of good ones that are out there. 
but they'll all follow these same basic tenets, these same basic rules. Uh, Kota Bushido is no different than uh, uh, Lao Tzu. Do you get what I'm trying to say? When we're talking about Lao Tzu, it's no different than the Tao of Pu or the Tao of Piglet. Right. All great writers follow those things and say, this is a, a Gichin Funakoshi, my way of life, uh, uh, Karate Do, uh, all those things have a code, an ethical uh, code, and you know when you breach them. So and, and, I mean, it's, I mean, it's goes, easy to follow. You know, it could be old Disney movies or yes. newer ones. It's all Precisely. the same. It's the same storyline. Those are those are basically, yep. you know. T.S. Eliot. Uh, I mean, you can go right down yeah, each one of the, 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 the type of Tolkien novels, right? The themes that are, have been around, whether it's, you know, uh, theological or philosophical or cultural. They, they're, it's yes. all the, the same themes, those same but stories. But there's a reason they're there. Right. You know? Absolutely, there is a reason they're there because it, it's uh, kind of – it governs human behavior. Humans have known about human behavior for a long time and what, what people are, are going to do and the best way to, to you know, make your way in the world. It, it's all been, it's why I love, all, I think it's funny when all these different books come out about, you know, the self-help or how to realize this. Yep. And just like, I learned this, like, uh, you know, I read one paragraph and I'm like, well, this is, I was taught this in, I, I had to go to, you know, Catholic school in, in the South side of Chicago for 12 years. Go. Like I learned all these themes already. Like this is, this there was is a no different. In there, if you did. Yeah, you know, well, there was, that was a whole lot yep. of other things in there. That was a, we don't need, we don't have a long enough uh, uh, podcast to go into those. To discuss uh, waterboarding at the <laughs> yeah. Catholic school. Exactly. So, so, but, but th those have all been there. And, and so, so that being said, if those have all been there on how to live the good life and how to model, then, then, all the criminal behavior has already been there and has happened before in the nothing past. Nothing new in the world. There is nothing new. Yep. That's the thing. So it might be a new method, right? Uh, they may in, have a new new uh, method on which they kill you, whether that's like a newer gun or bomb that wasn't around 50 years ago. But 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 that, that gun or bomb was there 50 years ago. It's just a different type. It's so, so the behavior, yep. is, which is why we don't, I think people get confused sometimes why we don't go into some of the details about that stuff. Well, you know, you get the guys writing about stuff. Well, he used a, you know, Manlicker Carcano right. rifle with the caliber. Right. Like, look, dude, it was a gun. Needless this detail. That. It's a exactly. needless detail that, that gets in the way. So that being said, I guess for what, what does that mean for, for using human behavior, pattern recognition analysis and how to, you know, and I hate using the term, we don't use it, the, the profile, a person yep. or an event or a situation and what do i need to look for if it's oh this guy's a boundary violator or this guy's uh yeah, yeah. Bad, so you know. so we talked about boundary violations and what those guys will look like i think one of the things is you've got to decide how to model your behavior and how to fix the behavior of the others and and what i mean by that is like as a field training officer uh uh training coppers on the road uh if you had the question or saw a behavior that was questionable, I would always ask that person, okay, what if your mom was here? What would your dad say about right. what you just did or said to them? Or if you were meeting my mom, how would you expect her to be treated? So much so that's been around for so long. It's not me that invented that. You know that uh, there's a commercial now on television about the mother standard of care. How would right. you want your mom treated when she went in for a cancer assessment or whatever? The idea is if we all know that that's the behavior, then you need to carve out your boundaries because boundaries are about you when you're an adult and about how your family model is when you're a kid. And that's when they can go dangerously wrong. But as an adult, if you have boundaries that, that define your self-worth, define your, your, your self-esteem, you have to decide when it's time to fish or cut bait. If you're dealing with a group at work, 
or you're dealing with the group at home or you're dealing with a spouse or a significant other and those persons don't uh, uh, think that your boundaries are worth respecting, then you either are going to lose your self-respect and be miserable and cry yourself to, to sleep on your immense pillow, or uh, you're going to, to have to fight with that person every day of your life to bring them. The, you see what I'm talking about? This yeah. Discourse? Well, so, well, so you have to make the decision. You personally have to make the decision. I'm staying in this behavior. I'm modifying this behavior. I'm reporting this behavior or I'm walking. And, and that, you know what? Sometimes voting what your feet is okay in that situation. But, and that goes right back into, you know, if, if the title of today's podcast is boundaries, right. it would be then people teach you how they want to be treated, right? Because what you're talking about is then you're, that person, that individual in the situation you describe is you're teaching others how you want to be treated, which yep. goes directly into what people call target hardening right not being a, a, a you know not so, at, so true not being Great. a victim of a crime it's it's simply you're teaching the world how you want to be treated so if you're walking around staring at your phone and you're not situationally aware with another term which gets overused but if you're not looking around and you look like a victim you're going to get treated like a victim if exactly. you look like an opponent there, that criminal is going to take one look and go, nope, I'll find someone else. So, so you, you may not, you know, you're not going to get rid so of crime. But what, what's a driver do, Brian? What's a driver do? Drivers drive. Driver drives. And <laughs> that way, if I've got my face down and I'm on the cell phone looking at directions and you're driving, that means we got to have a third guy in the back seat for the Anakanapanistan. That guy's <laughs> looking for the, the, you know, that's, that's a <laughs> collier. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Looking like a bulldog staring out the window to make sure that nobody's creeping yeah. up on us. And if you can't handle those things on your own, then you don't get into that situation. You will become a victim if you're overwhelmed by events. And that's where you disregard those boundaries. You don't uh, acquiesce that they actually exist. And you cross into the wrong landscape baseline situation without knowing it. And that's where situation awareness comes from. Situation yeah. awareness is that you predict likely eventualities and you say, these probably won't kill me, so I'm going to do them. These are likely to kill me, so I'm going to avoid them. That's the simplest way of looking at it. No, and, and, and that's why I kind of wanted to, to, to bring that book and tie that back in together, you know, or tie that, excuse me, tie no, that great. back into to that target hardening and exactly what we're talking about is, you know, don't, yep. be a, don't be a contributing factor to your own homicide or to your own crime. Okay, if, so, so throw one more on there, Brian. It, it, uh, if you let your car run uh, uh, to warm it up in the morning, could that car become stolen? Yeah, but that's oh, yeah. the least of our worries. A stolen car is a property crime. What if the guy goes out and uses that in a homicide? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Or uses that in a robbery or burglary or kidnapping or something mm -hmm. else like that? Think of those things. So you've got to spiral out from just the baseline to the ML COA, what, then explanatory storylines. And if any of those intersect in this 360 with the MD COA, and you were the cause of it, how are you going to feel the rest of your life? So you got to nip that in a bud, Bonnie Fife. You got to go backwards and say, how does this fall into this baseline? Where does my behavior and my understanding of boundaries affect you? And, yeah. and, and if the person that you're with isn't exhibiting it, 911 or get help or get out of the situation. And if, let's say you're in a school and you see that behavior yeah. and it manifests itself in a specific way, let's say bullying or let's say uh, 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 a classic uh, uh, Shelly walking up to DB with me in a situation and this young girl uh, uh, had gained weight since we had last seen her. She was wearing nothing but sweatpants uh, and sweatshirt and her clothing was filthy and she was filthy. And Shelly looked at me before we even walked up and said, uh, 
you know, she's being sexually abused. And Shelly walks up and we said, hey, how's school? And she goes, man, I love school. It's, it's amazing. I can't get enough of school. And Shelly looked at me and said, she's being abused at home. All of that from the profile that was given. And now that gives us a baseline with which to investigate. You don't draw conclusions that quickly. What you do if you've been around long enough, yeah, you you what can. I'm trying to say, that those artifacts and evidence start to form a reasonable conclusion. And now it allows you a place to start. So, so flip-flop that but, and say, now but, we're not looking for sexual abuse. Now we're working at a kiosk selling airplane tickets, right? And mm-hmm. now I want to turn that into customer satisfaction. Everything is right here, Brian. Human behavior teaches us how to treat other people and, and uh, emotionally manipulate them for the better, okay? And guess what? To find a bad guy, look at somebody that's emotionally uh, uh, abusive or emotionally manipulative right? negative results, right? Yeah, no, and, and that's where you're getting to, you know, we always say the most likely, most dangerous course yep. of action is that that's, that's a, a great way. If you find, if you observe that person who does not accept boundaries no matter what, Yep. Okay. That, that, that is someone who that's going to carry over into other areas of their every life, aspect right? of their life. Every, every aspect. If they refuse to, you know, accept basic boundaries of behavior, right. You know, some people, Hey, it says, you know, don't park here or, you know, Hey, they park in the handicapped spot. Right. Uh, even though they're not like that. Yeah. They, that person might not be hacking up, you know, bodies when they come home from work, but but they do not accept those boundaries. And, and exactly. so that's going, to, that's going to happen in other areas of their life. So, so don't jump to the point where they're a criminal terrorist insurgent, but that might that's be- an unreasonable a, conclusion. Right. But the idea is there's still somebody that you want to either keep an eye on yep. or get out of your life or, or modify yeah. their behavior. How do you modify somebody else's behavior? You tell them there's consequences for your actions. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, ambushed at 1800 is, is a uh, gosh yeah. darn uh, 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 chapter in my book. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And to keep that job, you had to shut up and say yes, dear, and and get that ambush and work all weekend long for that project that had to be on on Sunday so they could present it on Monday. And it was a control thing. That person was just being controlling to show, look, I made you dance, you marionette. And you know what? If you put up with it, which which sometimes we put up with things right. that we don't like because we want to further our career, we want to make more money or something, but then it's on you, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it your decision? But, so but, if you know it, can you modify it? Yes. If you can't, then you have to make a choice. I'm leaving or I'm staying. Should I stay right. or should I go now? And 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 that's that's uh I, I think a great point to kind of kind of wrap everything together or tie it in on is is that now it becomes if you recognize those behaviors and accept them, you now have some responsibility for this, right? So Perfect. now now maybe maybe like you just said, that's a situation where you got to, we, we've all seen the movie, horrible bosses. Some of you have experienced horrible bosses, people that yep. you've worked for that you're like, this is a horrible person, but you've accepted that because there's a greater thing here in mind, or you have some other strategy or plan in place where you go, well, I know I just have to put up with this until, but if you don't have that now, you, you just have to accept some of that responsibility. And then, and then that'll get and you And we're better. not talking accepting illegality. No, no, no I'm just, we're not just, saying just poor behavior that are unethical. We're yeah. saying uh, uh, damaged humans yes. uh, uh, showing their psych- sociopathy and their psychopathy at work. You get what I'm trying to say? And, and, and that's very different than somebody saying, don't say anything if I touch you in your swimsuit area. So, yeah. so we're not saying that at all. We're saying that's always wrong. That's always full stop. That's a great point. Which Brian. is one of the first things you say to me, any hotel we check into. But exactly. anyway, so, exactly. so, but, but, but that, that's They're long a, road trips, Brian. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
so that that kind of brings us to you know it, I, I kind of w- with the bathing suit comment there i kind of forgot where we were at but no it was uh no you gotta listen don't you have to remind your kids don't you have to remind the people hey listen my dad used to do it all the time he used to walk up yeah. to us and say you're outside where people can see you be somebody and we knew what that meant we knew that 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 big you know uh boots of truth and justice were coming right at you, or he was going to yank you if you stepped on a line so when you tell your kid hey bathing suit area when you're at the hotel you're telling them make sure you don't get out of line don't find yourself in that situation coming up from the pool in the elevator with a bunch of people you don't know in unfamiliar territory that's what you're trying to say you know again we have this gallows humor only based on the fact that we always get to see the worst side of life yeah i'm trying just, to tell the people out there hor- this is a way to fix those you know? horrible experiences ptsd traumatic brain injuries lead you to that well this is how things are I, it's a struggle every day but every day but that's that's why we have to laugh about it because otherwise you know we'd be yep. another statistic but but that that's that's the and and when you're dealing with these people and you're talking about boundaries and you think you've identified it, you know, it's, I, you, you try to treat it with, with what you can based on what the relationship is. I've sure. had, I still have to deal with folks like this and it's just, it's Lover, the way it's, friend, it's the way it's going to be for a while. Yep. And that's just, I don't have an option out of that. So I try to use that empathy. It's just, you know, that hurt people, hurt people, right? So people that are so inside true. are going to, they're going to attack you and you're the problem and, and you're it. And so as long as you establish those boundaries, if it's very clear on what, what is and isn't acceptable behavior, you're teaching them how you want to be treated. And, and you do that, Every so second right. of your day. Real, real quick, uh, 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 this morning in, in Denver on the news, there was a female that thought she was getting shafted by the people that were working on her car. So instead of going to that person and saying, I'm going to sue or go get a lawyer or do something else, she went and reported her car stolen. One, no, low level of emotional yeah. uh, 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 maturity. maturity. There, yeah. uh, second thing is uh, false reporting. There's so many things wrong with that, yeah, and I won't go into that. But what I'm trying to say is the antithesis of that. What I'm trying to say is if you've identified these and if you think that you're with an offender, you got to do something about this would be the perfect place for one of those. If you see something, say something. If you're a student, say something to your teacher. If the teacher won't listen, say something to the principal, assistant principal, counselor, nurse, bunch of people at school. If you see it in a workplace, say something. Because, Brian, there's never a time when a person spins out at work or domestic violence occurs at work and somebody gets killed or some kid brings a gun to school. There's never a time where somebody says, we never saw it coming. Right. Always a time There's where you a, can go back and put, there, here are the, the clusters that coalesced and created this damaged humans acting out. And, so and, and yeah, that's, by and I, I always like, you know, we, we prefer the term, the, the low calorie intervention, right? If I can that's stop right term. here between me and you, maybe you're the person I have a problem with, Greg, maybe we should have another talk after this call about exactly. boundaries. <laughs> I, I, that, 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 that's not a Freudian slip, folks. He actually is a problem with me. So, that's his way of saying it, I guess. So, it, but, but that's the thing. To, so our, you, to the seven people <laughs> listening. Thank you, Brian. We have a global reach, folks. Well, if it's seven people listening, all seven of them are contacting us constantly. If they know, because, me, if they know me, they're all pointing at the screen and saying it's him. So, so if, if we only have that many people, then they're, they're a very active audience because they don't stop. But anyway, it, it, it's my PTSD just, is so bad. I didn't know you were here for a long time. Yeah. I thought I was making you up. So, so if, if you can nip it in the bud with, with just with oh, that person, exactly because, because right. one, that's going to affect that directly affects your life and theirs because I always, always got your self-esteem and but, your quality of life. You're and, exactly right, and, Brian. And Greg too, this goes right back to another use of that most likely most dangerous course of action. Certainly. Maybe you're treating me that way 
and and you're not intending to. Maybe that's not your intent. Maybe I don't know. Yes. Maybe and, and I so, haven't learned those boundaries. So and your job is to educate me. And I come in and I say, hey, Greg, this is what you're doing. This is how it's making me feel. This is where it's coming off. A lot of times that person's going to go, are you serious? I One, I apologize. I had no idea. And they'll self-correct their behavior, whether they meant to or not. everybody would want most, to do that. Most people will do that. Most and, people. And if it is someone with some nefarious intent or they're doing it on purpose, hey, they, they know they can't get away with it with you. And that's yeah. what's important. because That's why you establish those consequences yep. up, up in front. And don't be flexible. You must be rigid when it comes to – because the minute that you accept it, let's go back to our Australian general again, what you walk by is what yep. you accept. Let's not Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's a, that's a good uh, landing point for, for this episode. So oh, you know, great talk. Wanna, Thanks. Yeah. I want to thank everyone for listening. We'll talk, we'll talk after this about some boundaries between you and I. I uh, in so, so uh, folks, if uh, remember guys, hey, if you're, you're listening along, you enjoy it, you know, like it, share it with your friends. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at HBPRNA. Uh, check out some of the clips we have on the left of Greg YouTube channel. We're going to be putting some more up there and doing some little tutorial stuff. So you guys next week, a couple it. of pictures of my skin knees. If you're, if you're <laughs> so not, I think that's on a different website. What do you think? Exactly. So, so, all right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, be safe out there and training changes behavior. All right, folks, that's it for today. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook at HBPRNA. Check out the website, ArcadiaCognorati.com. And if you enjoyed it, like it, share it, tell your friends about it, get some more folks out there. And if you want to contact us, go ahead and email us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. If you want some specific uh, topics you want us to address or things you want to go over, please email us your questions, and we will hit it on our podcast as soon as we can. Thanks a lot and have a wonderful day.